welcome to Mission in 5, the podcast, the show where we ask five simple questions to ministry practitioners to learn more about who they are and where they see God moving in their local communities. My name is Greg Mamula. I'm the Associate Executive Minister and Region Missionary for the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska. And every single week, I get to partner with churches and ministry practitioners. And I'm always amazed at the many and varied ways that God works in our individual communities and when multiple churches come together for mission and ministry. And so, that's the purpose of this podcast, to share with you the many things that God is doing and to meet some of the people participating in God's mission in Nebraska, across the country, and around the world. Well, thanks for tuning in to hear the latest episode of Mission in 5. I have some really exciting news. This podcast continues to grow and expand to include multiple listening formats. In addition to already being available on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play, Mission in 5 is now available on the popular streaming service called Spotify. So if you have a Spotify membership, you can listen to us there. Wherever you get your podcast, be sure to tell your friends about Mission in 5 and let them know that they can listen on the most popular streaming services available around the web. iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and now Spotify. Every church experiences a pastoral transition from time to time. But having an experienced and trained leader walk alongside them during this season of transition helps churches fully capture the potential of this period. These pastoral leaders, sometimes called interims, sometimes called transitional pastors, are men and women God has uniquely called to help churches mourn the loss of a former pastor, get excited about ministry with new pastors, assess a congregation's strengths and weaknesses, help them recapture healthy habits of ministry, and even encourage them in the search process for a new pastor. Today we have two special guests. The pastors Rick Wheatley and Kathy Brown are interim pastors who have helped multiple congregations across ABC USA and the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska during these times of pastoral transition. Our conversation centered around the life of interims and some basic approaches to transitional ministry. I really hope that you enjoy this special episode. Well, my guests on the show today are Kathy Brown, interim pastor at First Baptist Church in Pinyon, New York State. And then also uh, interim pastor Rick Wheatley at First Baptist Church in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Good to be here. Our format is easy enough. We ask five simple questions to ministry practitioners like yourself to learn more about who you are and where you see God moving in your community. So we want to highlight interim ministry today for sure. And so first question is always, who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am... uh not a retired pastor. Uh, I have served on uh, staff in three different regions, and through that, I've had a lot of experience working with churches in terms of stewardship education and mission education. When I um, retired, uh, it just seemed to me that I was turning into a couch potato, so I decided I needed to do something different. The... um, (laughs) Rather than that, so I, I just I was talking to Pat Hernandez at a biennial one day, and Pat Hernandez is the director of transition ministries at uh, American Baptist Church USA. Right. And eventually, it all turned into uh, an interim opportunity that came up for me, and I took it, and I enjoy the work a lot. It's 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 fun. It's challenging. It's uh, inspirational, 
and I have just really enjoyed getting into that. Uh, other than that, I am a mother and a grandmother. That's kind of me. All right, very good. Um, Rick, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I uh, had no intentions to going into ministry, period. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't train for it. I didn't do anything that way, but I... I grew up in Pennsylvania, near Valley Forge, where our headquarters is, and uh, uh, grew up in an American Baptist church. Uh, it was called Windsor Baptist Church, and uh, came went, went in the military for four years. Uh, after military, I wanted to go to college, uh, and then I went up to Shadron, uh, Shadron State College, where I graduated from there in 1972. Shortly thereafter, I was very active in ministries, uh, student ministries, uh, while I was at Chadron, mm -hmm. and eventually God uh, started working in my life, and lo and behold, uh, I got called into ministry while I was working in Omaha, Nebraska, to sales work, and, uh, and then went from there uh, to seminary, and... Uh, after graduating from cemetery, cem cemetery, yes, uh, <laughs> seminary, <laughs> uh, seminary, I went to, uh, my first ministry was in Missouri Valley, Iowa, then I went to Atlantic, Iowa, that's where I met my wife, Linda, okay. and our first child was born there, and from there, we went over to Illinois, served there seven years, and then came back to Iowa, in Glenwood, Iowa, served there, see, 14 years in Glenwood, Iowa. Then eventually after there, I went out to Shadron, Nebraska, and served First Baptist Church in Shadron, where I retired. My goal, when I, after I retired, I wanted to do, I actually felt a call to do interim ministry, but not right away. I thought, well, I wanted to do something different for a while, and that's when I did the motor coach thing. And uh, I was sitting in a motor coach in Denver, Colorado, when Dave Lundholm, who was our area minister at the time, Called me, says Rick, we're desperate. We need you to uh, <laughs> to serve in Norfolk. <laughs> yeah, and this and I wasn't ready for interim yet. He said, "Pray about it." But uh, I was getting ready. I was just getting ready to pull out to drive back to Omaha from Denver. He says, "Don't close your eyes while you're driving." <laughs> and uh, well, I I did. I I that the Lord really started working on me on that drive back. Yeah. And uh, so then. Uh, I said, yes, I will do it. Uh, went to Norfolk. So, Very good. Uh, so there I am. Uh, I'm in my fifth fifth interim ministry right now. And all of them have been in Nebraska. Yeah. Back, so. well, very good. Yep. Well, um, yeah. Kathy, I know you've had several interims along the way. So, so how, how did you get here yeah. yourself? You know, what was that transition like to, to move into interim work? It all kind of came about um, through, like I said before, the conversation with Pat Hernandez, uh, and then I had I had taken many trips to Alaska, taking groups up to Alaska mm -hmm. for a while when I was working in Central Region, and I gave myself a birthday present. I took a week and went to Alaska for no meetings, no church stuff. I just went to be in Alaska yeah, and had dinner with um, the man who was pastoring First American Baptist Church in Anchorage, and he told me at dinner that evening that he would be uh, announcing his retirement to his church on Sunday morning, effective the end of that year, 
I congratulated him on reaching that that point. And I told him, I said, just stay open to whatever it is that happens to come along. <laughs> and when I got back to Omaha after that vacation trip, I got a call from uh, Alonzo Patterson, who is kind of was it kind of in the role of an executive minister for Alaska, even though it's not a region. Okay. And he said, I'm going to meet with the search committee at First American Baptist. Can I take them your name? Would you be interested in doing an interim? Okay. And I said, well, take the name and I'll, I'll work on whatever decision I might need to make as that goes along. Mm. And so I also then talked to Pat Hernandez. I called her. Yeah. And she said, Alonzo and I have been trying to figure out who we can get to go to Alaska to be the interim. Okay. <laughs> and so that, that and an earlier experience before my uh, husband died, uh, he and I jointly did an interim there at First Baptist in Columbus, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. So I was a little aware of what was going to be going on, and I ended up in Alaska for a year. And then I went to Western Iowa uh, to a little open country church just south of Harlan. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Penn um, Yan, and, uh, and now I'm getting ready to go home and All be right. me again. All right. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what it is to be an interim. What's your philosophy of, of being an interim? I think maybe you guys have slightly different approaches, and, and i just like to hear, first of all, what is an interim? You know, for for those who may not know, and then two, what what is your particular approach? I come from the approach that uh, they call we we call it now transitional ministry, I guess. But the church is in transition. Uh, I come from the role where I want to come in and just keep the church going. You know, not get lazy. Keep stay in the role of wherever the leadership positions are. Keep working. And, and encourage the, uh, the search committee, pastoral relations or committee, whatever they want to call it, but just to keep the church moving. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and so I, I usually have, uh, I, I do a lot of series type of preaching, and I have some different facets of ministry that I want to encourage the church in, and uh, keep, just keep them going. And, and be the church in their community. Don't don't give up and sit back and wait till another minister comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Kathy? Yeah. Okay. There are a lot of a lot of the same things. Um, I go in first of all, depending on what has occurred with the former pastor, whether that person got a call to a new uh, position, whether they were. Uh, decided to retire, whatever it is. But I kind of try to start out by helping the people know that nobody has deserted them. They are still loved. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and to kind of introduce them uh, to what changes can take place. Uh, I, I will uh, maybe change the order of worship a couple of different times. I, you know, try something new that they've never done, but just keep telling them that change is going to come and it's going to be exciting. And whoever that new pastor is going to be will bring in their own love for ministry and their own love for serving people. Uh, so that I just kind of 
help them along. Um, I have worked with the search committee a little bit more here than I've done in the past, uh, but this search committee just seemed to be up a creek without a paddle. Uh, even even though the executive staff here in New York State has been really good at helping them, it, it just wasn't clicking all the time. And so okay. I did meet with them for uh, for some some of their meetings just to kind of help them stay on track. While you are doing that, there is in fact a search going on for a long term pastor, and right. um, sometimes you partner with the search team. And sometimes you, you kind of stay out of the way because there are um, region staff people who, who are actually helping the church go through that search process. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about that, I guess. Um, yeah. Rick, Rick do, do you participate in search team meetings? Do you give advice? Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Like, what's your connection with the search team as you're being an interim? Okay, all, all the five churches I've been involved with, uh, I usually just stay out of the, out of the way. But yeah, I, I basically stay out of the way, and I just kind of encourage the chair. I stay in touch with the chairperson and keep keep visiting with them. How are you doing? What are you doing? You need any encouragement from me or that along those lines? Right, but you're not a member of the search committee or I'm not the a chair or no. anything like that yeah and i no. think that's a good thing for people to hear is that if you go in as an interim you're you're not also chairing a search team there the church no. has that oh, work to do this is your you have a different role to play yeah because i when I, the first sunday i'm always here i always say i am not a candidate for for the uh, the pastorate here uh yeah but i'm here to encourage yeah and i'm here okay. to keep them going and, and do you That's have anything right. to add to that, Kathy? Well, I was going to say that that has been my normal procedure. I stayed away from the search committee, uh, you know, stay in touch enough to know that they're they're doing fine. Um, I put them. I put that search committee on the church's prayer list first yes. thing. Yeah, we do uh, here. Yes, so that you know, so that that just gets done. Uh, but what has happened here is the committee would just talk about what their job was and then they'd meet again and they would talk about what the job is of finding a new pastor for this church and until I finally said I will not be here indefinitely I am yeah. not here as a pastor right I am going to leave one of these days so you need to get busy and do your job <laughs> and um, yeah. And in fact, it finally after after six months of that, and and conversations with the executive ministry staff here in New York State, I gave them a deadline. I told them I'm leaving the third of November. Yeah. And the search committee, one member looked at me and said, "I guess we ought to get busy." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got yeah, a deadline. I, I did so they got busy. <laughs> Yeah, I did similar here because uh, we were kind of on a three-month basis, and I, I knew it's not going to take them three months. You know, it's going to be longer than that. So I so said, I'll give right. you up to a year. And so that's what's in play right now, up to a year. Now, I'll stay a little longer if there's a transition taking place from another pastor moving here. But I just wanted to say it's a year, so get going. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good. 
Well, let's yeah. transition then to um, I, I, I like this approach. I'm, I'm, I'm learning some good stuff. Um, so one of our questions that we ask in all of our, our episodes is, is what's going on locally? What's a ministry happening in your local church? Now, you guys are doing, obviously, very unique um, interim work. Some interims come in and, and they have maybe some intentional exercises they do with the church over the course of their, their interim. Do, do you also do that? Do you have something that you'd like to see them do specifically, some work that you walk them from point A to, to point B or any kind of exercises you put them through uh, in small groups or a large church? Do you do any of that kind of stuff? I have done that uh in a couple of the interims that I have done, uh, to just have small groups gather um, maybe after a worship service on Sunday morning or something like that, and just kind of tell me what brought them to this church when they joined, uh, how long have they been there, uh, what do they like, what do they think is the real strength of their church, what do they think they need to work on a little bit more to to make it stronger, and then I usually end up with, if you're sitting in a restaurant someplace and hear somebody talking and they mention your church, what do you hope they're going to say? And so I go through that, and then whatever I draw from that, then I might kind of will work that into uh, uh, some of the sermons or... uh, I did start an Advent Bible study at lunchtime in the month of December. They never had anything like that, but they had talked about the importance of Bible study. So I gave them that little piece as something that now they can tuck back and say, we don't want to do that ever again. Uh, or, boy, we would we'd like to suggest this to our new pastor, that, they, that that person might think about doing something like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Rick? Do you do, you do things similar, or do you have any very specific programs that you run them through? Well, like I said, I do, I do sort of a series of messages and keep them going. Right now I'm in a series on stewardship, you know, since it's budget time and like that. So I'm working through with them. But I, I try to work closely with the committee, especially the deacons of this church, uh, who do a lot of the leadership roles to, to keep encouraging them. At this particular church, there's all, was already a lot of ministries ongoing, and a lot of people in Nebraska are familiar with some of the ministries of Scott's Bluff. They have the firefighter mm-hmm. ministry and the diaper depot. They do a food ministry uh, uh, where they take food out every Wednesday night. There's a group of three or four men that take food around the community uh, and boxed up and things. And uh, so that that sort of thing. But they seem to be encouraged in it, and, I, and they just do it, and, which is surprised me and what, what I was told in this church a lot of men are active in the church mm. and uh, so one thing I have started here I, I don't try to start a lot of things but uh, I did get the men back together again so we got a men's ministry going they had it quite a few years ago but it's been inactive so I've got that going so it's going to be a monthly meeting for the men so as interims, what is something about this ministry that has really been very challenging uh, in, in your perspective? This has probably been my most challenging um, interim to date. 
um, because it started out and it was like they were just sitting there and I could preach a sermon on Sunday or I could lead a Bible study or I could do anything like go to their committee meetings and they're just sitting there just watching me mm-hmm. <laughs> to see what I'm really going to do. Right. Yeah. And so, and I had not run into that as much anyplace else because they had boards and committees that were really actively involved in their own ministries within the congregation. Okay. So, so yeah, start, talk about setting a fire under somebody. That's kind of what I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here, I, all the five interims that I've done have had have had uh, real strong leadership in place. And uh, the issues that you face sometimes after you get into the church a little bit, you start to find out who's who. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, everyone has those who, who don't want to change anything, of course, and, you know, and there's a little bit of... Uh, conflict there but I, I've never had any real strong conflict but uh, you know, for example right here now uh, we're in process they just raised a whole bunch of money to to redo the sanctuary in this church yeah and uh, uh, so that's going to start just real quick here they're going to tear out the carpet take all the pews out and bring chairs in so that that's really bringing uh, <laughs> to some who have been in this particular building since its inception back in 59 or whenever it was built, you know, don't like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, so we're dealing with that a little bit, but I, they're getting over it, I believe, and and accepting (laughs) the the, the 21st century now. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, for me, I guess (laughs) being in Scott's Bluff, uh, you know, I'm in the furthest county west and I live in the furthest county east. in Omaha. So it's a long way. It's like almost 458 miles to my house in Omaha. Yeah. Uh, for Linda and I being away from our family, uh, it seems like my last two interims, I keep going west. And so North Platte was the last one and then mm. and out here. Yeah. And, uh, but, oh. you know, the challenge of being the distance of traveling back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that too, because I did one in Anchorage, Alaska, and I'm now in, in New York yeah. State. So Home is 1,100 miles away. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're both based in Omaha. You both have homes in Omaha. Right. And then uh, you've done these interims across the country and, of course, across the, the state of Nebraska. What's the most rewarding thing motivates you and encourages you about interim ministries? Uh, you want me to go first? I, I... Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead, Rick. I'm still thinking. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, for me, it, it, it's seeing uh, people grow. Uh, yeah. Every church I have been in, they, they always ask me to be. Why don't you just stay and be our pastor? And uh, and I, well, for for obvious reasons, I'm not. But uh, but just that they encourage me because they're blessed by me being here and helping them through this process. Uh, we just had a pastor appreciation dinner for, for yesterday, and and I had so many great comments. And one deacon came up to me privately he says you know we really appreciate you're here for more reasons than one you know you're really helping us and you know that's what encourages you that yeah you're you're doing a good work for the lord in this particular area well very good 
And then when you see that light go on in their eyes, yes, when something comes together that maybe has been dangling for a long time, and I have been able to do something that, that helps them tie it all together, and they can move on then to something different. Um, to know that you're making a difference in the life of a church is just so rewarding. Yes. And yeah. and the fact that the fact that they always want you to stay, you know, that's yeah. a, that's kind of an ego boost on those days when you're feeling far away and you're sure. feeling that nobody's listening. Uh, yeah. And then they say they want you to stay, and and from the first, you know, you keep saying, "I'm not a candidate. I'm not going to stay here." <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. but it's nice to know that they they appreciate what you're doing for them, and yeah. you feel useful then. Well, I will say as a as a region staff person that our interims are invaluable. I mean, we we love them, and and they're very very helpful. Um, you know, they, they just what you guys have done, you know, the, the keeping the churches going, the, the motivating them, the encouraging them, the helping them to see uh, the vision of potential ministry with a, with a new pastor uh, really helps us be able to, to go through the search process with these churches um, with, with confidence and, and hopefully in a timely manner. <laughs> so you're not there for two <laughs> yeah. and three years at a time, but you know, six to eight months or, or, or a year at most. And, mm-hmm. um, it, it really is, is, is helpful. And it really does prepare the church for, for whatever's next, because there was ministry with, with a certain pastor. There's this time of transition to, to, to say goodbye and to mourn the, mm-hmm. the going away of that previous ministry to, to welcoming whatever could come next and then to, to match them up with a good pastoral candidate yeah. um, is, is an exciting thing that we get to do because of what you're doing. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to say I'm, I'm grateful for, for your ministry and appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. So finally, then, then what's next? What's next for you guys? Um, you know, do you have anything going on in your lives personally that you want to share, or, or maybe share what's what's very the next thing for 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 interim ministries or for your particular church? I am ready to go home and take a break and stay home yeah. for a while. Yeah, uh, I've not taken any significant amount of time off since I started doing interims, and I'm ready now for a significant amount of time to be a mom, to be a grandmother, to be a sister, uh, to be a part of First Baptist Church of Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, And I'm just, I'm ready for a break. But knowing that I still have to tell the Lord that I'm, I'm going to follow when he calls. Yes. Very good. That's sort of me. I, every interim I've had, uh, I always take a break. And, And my wife and I maybe sort of plan a, little significant trip somewhere after the interim's over you know just uh, we go to a city we've never been to before that's the kind of things mm-hmm. we've been doing and uh and just be with be with each other and be with our family and get back to well i'm, I'm part of we're part of sunset hills baptist church and be part of our church family there as well mm-hmm. very good okay well i appreciate you guys being here with us and uh being on the podcast and answering all of our questions Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you for listening to Mission in 5, the podcast. Keep tuning in as we introduce you to the ministry practitioners engaging God's mission through the local church in Nebraska and the larger ABC community. 
Check out the show notes for links and contact information for pastors Rick Wheatley and Kathy Brown. Subscribe to Mission in 5 wherever you receive your podcasts. You can search for Mission in 5 specifically on Podbean, iTunes, or Google Play. The podcast is now also available on Spotify, so you can take Mission in 5 everywhere you go. Whatever platform you use, be sure to rate and review us so we know how you are enjoying the podcast. Send us ideas on who you'd like us to interview for future episodes. And as always, feel free to support us by giving through our PayPal link on our abcnebraska.com website. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.